Welcome back, everybody. You're tuned in here to Grimecast Media, found on YouTube. I'm Raider Dave. Today is Tuesday, January 7th in the year 2020. We are breaking into a new era. I hope you're having an excellent year to start out so far. Once again, I'm thrilled, man. We got beautiful weather out here in Southern California. We're hitting the 70-degree mark. It feels great. I love it. I'm not a winter guy. I love December football. I'm just not a winter guy. That's all. So January, I love you. Let's get moving. So, real quick, in the link description, if this podcast format does not suit you on YouTube, you may also find it on Spotify. You can find it on other links listed in the description. Also, check out Hardcore Raider and his channel, man. It's always going down on Saturdays, bringing all the content creators together. You know, podcast, you name it, all together on one platform. That goes down on Saturdays. That link is also in the description as well. So, today's show, we're geared towards free agency, the draft. Um, you name it. So we're going to get into this show. Hope you're all having a great day. Let's dial it in. Raider Dave's first podcast of 2020. I hope this is a good one for you all. What we're doing in this podcast is we are going top three unrestricted free agent keepers off the Raider roster, players that we should keep moving forward into 2020. And I know there's a lot, but we're going to go top three. Also going to go top three free agent finds in the market. You know, unrestricted free agents from other teams. Now, the Raiders have a lot of cap space. So, who do you want to throw Khalil Mack money at this offseason? We're going to get into that. Also, the seven-round mock draft. Everybody is excited for the draft this year. Mike Mayock is responsible for that. Everybody wants to talk about the draft right now. We haven't even got to the national championship game. We haven't seen the Shrine game yet. We have not seen the, the Senior Bowl yet. NFL Combines haven't gone down yet. Yes, NFL Combines do matter. For those that like to throw that one out, like, oh, NFL Combines are worthless. I hate it when people say that. They are fucking worth everything. Measurable, strength, you name it, speed, that stuff matters. So draft, what I'm getting at with that is stocks are going to go up and down for the next three months. So right now, so bear with me on my draft. That's all I'm saying. And and I'm big on trading back in this draft, so I just want to get that clear off the bat. Two, we're not focusing on the quarterback position in this, in this situation. The Raiders have too many holes to fill, the biggest hole being linebacker. So with all that said, let's get into our first keeper, our first keeper off this Raider roster. And you guys already know. You guys know already I'm a fan of this guy, and I'm all for this. I'm all for getting Carl Joseph locked up. I'm, I'm, hey, give him a three-year deal. He's coming off an injury. I know he's got screws in his foot due to plantar fasciitis, which none of us have ever heard of anybody getting their foot screwed back together. Once again, I've not completely read up on the injury. I mean, I, I keep up on it, but at the same time, Carl Joseph, I'm going to get into why you need to keep Carl Joseph this offseason. I know it's going to be hard with his agent. I know that you know, there could be a market for Carl Joseph. Hopefully, he's. I don't think he's going to get. I don't think the market's really going to overpay Carl Joseph this offseason. I think it's reasonable to give Carl Joseph a three-year deal. He's a first-round draft pick. We skipped out on the fifth-year option, but let me get to my main point on why he needs to be retained. Gunther is going to be back as defensive coordinator. The defense that Gunther runs, a safety replaces a linebacker. You got the hybrid safety out there. So the Raiders are going to carry five safeties this offseason, I would expect, right? I mean, last year they did. You know, so the biggest knock on Carl Joseph, though, is his height. You know, 5'9", can he cover a tight end? You know, I, I don't buy into that so much. 
because once again, you're, you're talking about a mismatch. Of course, yeah, an offense is going to exploit that. An offense is going to try, an opposing offense, I should say, is going to try to find that mismatch with the tight end on Carl Joseph. But it doesn't always work out that way. There's multiple packages on a defense, multiple looks on an offense. I think sometimes that's overthinking things. Carl Joseph plays the position the way you want the safety to play this position. Number one priority in the NFL is stopping the run first. It's not stopping the tight end. Did that make sense? So that's my reason for keeping Carl Joseph. Number two, they're going to carry five safeties, as I had mentioned earlier. They're going to carry five safeties like they did in 2019. They're going to do it again in 2020 because it looks like Carl, I mean, it looks like Paul Gunther is retained for 2020, and that's the 4-3 difference. They replace a linebacker with a safety, or they use the hybrid safety slash linebacker. You know, you name it in multiple packages. So I think it's essential Carl Joseph be retained, being a former first-round pick. Big time. Big time. And not only that, I saw him improving this Gunther defense. I support Carl Joseph. Let's move along to our next keeper, man. Our next keeper is DeAndre Washington, man. Big time. Got to keep this guy, man. Complimentary back. I like his all-purpose yards. I like what he did at Texas Tech. Keep in mind, he was with Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech. I don't want to see this guy stray off and go to Kansas City, and then they got that chemistry already. I'd rather him keep that chemistry here as the backup to Josh Jacobs, the feature back. I would rather see him continue what he's built already as a Raider in four years. I like DeAndre Washington. He runs with attitude. Now, he's not your quick back in between the tackles. He's shown that he can cut and maneuver in the, between the tackles, but he's not your back that sees the big, you know, he doesn't have the nose for the end zone, I should say, but Josh Jacobs sure does. But I'm just saying, I'm not trying to knock DeAndre Washington. What I'm trying to say is, is that I'm not trying to overhype him at the same time. But what DeAndre Washington did this year was I believe he had almost 700 all-purpose yards, and I think that's a good compliment to our feature back in, in um, Josh Jacobs. So let me know what you think about that one. Um, and last, man, uh, as far as our top three keepers off this roster, free agent keepers, Daryl Worley, man. Daryl Worley showed us he could transition to safety, played physical as a corner. Of course, every time at the cornerback position, you're going to see struggles. So we did see struggles at times. We were frustrated with him. But overall, Daryl Worley stepped up and played big for this team, in my opinion. You know, key interception in the end zone this year. And now here's another thing. You got Trayvon Mullen who's an emerging star as a rookie, you know, going into his second year. You want to keep that chemistry, the tandem. You want to keep the tandem, Daryl Worley and Trayvon Mullen. You don't want to just let Daryl Worley, especially at the age, he's going to be 25 here soon. You don't want to just let him hit the market, man. This guy has risen up. Not only that, he's shown versatility. That's what they're looking for on the defense. They're looking for versatile guys. Um, so once again, my top three keepers off this Raider roster. These guys are set to be un unrestricted free agents. I'm not saying throw a boatload of money. I'm talking team-friendly deals where both sides are mutual on continuing their success together and growing as a team. So thoughts on those three keepers. And you guys already know this is coming, man. This is the steal in free agency right here. Here's your 140-plus tackling machine right here, your sideline-to-sideline -side linebacker. This guy can play good in coverage. This guy only needs to go 300 miles inland to Vegas to get a deal with the Raiders. It's very possible, and I'm going to explain why. You already know, Aaron Donald, man, got the massive $140 million deal. You got uh, Jalen Ramsey they made a trade for. They got to get him signed. 
they got to get him signed this offseason or they're going to end up tagging him. They have some cap issues ahead. I didn't bring up Fowler as well, man. They got Fowler over there. They got to get him locked up. Another guy they made a trade for. So the Rams, how do they value Corey Littleton moving forward? Um, remains to be seen. But I don't see any way this team can retain him. That's why it's a fair shake to say that he lands in free agency or he at least tests the market. And he's going to get a contract offer not too far. You know, like I said, probably 300 miles away, I believe. Vegas is like 300-mile drive, if I want to say. Um, I see it happening. It fills a major need. The biggest hole on this Raiders defense, on the Raider team in general, is the inside linebacker position, man. These guys, we all know. We've seen enough of Tahir Whitehead, I think. No offense to him. He stepped up. He was a leader this year. I, I give him all the credit in the world. But we've seen enough of him taking on that big role. It just didn't fit. And um, Vontez Perfect, I'm big on them retaining Vontez Perfect, but I didn't put him as a priority. I love the style of Vontez Perfect. I'm all for it, and I think the Raiders should bring him back uh, for many reasons. But Corey Littleton's your find in the market that you got to lock up. Going to make a huge difference on this defense, and I already know pretty much most of you guys, we're all on the same page with this one. And then is Matt Judon going to hit the free agent market? That's a great question. Well, last year, Zadarius Smith did. That was my free agent find last year, man. I wanted the Raiders to lock that guy up because he's a nasty outside linebacker. Well, Judon, an enthusiastic outside slash edge rusher in the 3-4 defense over there in Baltimore. I'm sure Baltimore is going to try to make every attempt to re-sign him. You know, they've, been, they've lost Terrell Suggs. They lost uh, Zadarius Smith. They're going to probably try to retain this guy, but this is still one to float out there. You know, I'm not too sure with Baltimore. I don't pay too much attention to their salary cap stuff and all that, but... You know, and I didn't really even look it up, to be honest. But, you know, he's a name out there. He's one that's intriguing. You know, this is the glaring need, the linebacker position. Um, you want to address these things in free agency, the draft, and fill that void, man, because it's a the biggest hole in the team, if you ask me. And it's been the biggest hole in the team. Um, it leads to many other things. So if we can solidify this linebacker position, we got our corners in place, like I would mentioned earlier. We got... Uh, Trayvon Mullen, we got Daryl Worley, and then you still got up-and-comers and Keyshawn Nixon, you got Isaiah Johnson, you know, who knows what's going to emerge, you got your safeties now with Jonathan Abram, Carl Joseph, um, Eric Harris, hopefully they retain him as well, you know, and you get some chemistry in place, some continuity, I should say, I'm sorry, better yet, better sounds better with continuity, you know, guys that are familiar with what their jobs are in this Raider defense, um, so Paul Gunther can succeed. That's what we want. We want Gunther to succeed. We want John Gruden, the offense, to succeed. And we want Mike Mayock to keep nailing these draft picks. So I'm going to get to my last free agent find. A lot of you might not agree with me on this one. I talked about breaking the bank. If we're going to break the bank, if you want to give anybody Khalil Mack money, it's this guy. Aaron Donald deserved his contract. I'm not saying Khalil, Khalil Mack deserved his contract too, but... If Cleo Mack was an impact player, which he was for the Raiders, I'm talking even more impact. If if Cleo Mack could have beat the Denver Broncos in 2017 and won us the West, that's a generational player if you ask me. Yeah, I'm banging on him a little bit maybe. But you know what? The Houston Texans, you couldn't even you couldn't even destroy Brock Osweiler. You could not destroy freaking Trevor Simeon. You're telling me, man, and we see this guy. We know who he is. I, I pay attention to him, man. He's freaking good. And if this guy hits the market, I'm yeah, I brought him up. Chris Jones. Chris Jones from Kansas City, man. That guy's a freaking pocket breaker. That guy freaking got everything. 
if you ask me. And this guy is going to get a big contract. This is a guy I would throw money at right here. This guy's a difference maker, man. Everybody banged on KC's defense, man. How bad do I want KC to lose in the playoffs? Real bad. I've said it already. Kansas City, on my hate list, is number one. Denver, number two. You know what I mean? So trust me, I don't like Kansas City, but I respect this guy. This guy breaks through the line. This guy sets a tone in the trenches. This is your winner, and I know they already got. They already got Mo Hurst. They got P.J. Hall. He can squat 750 pounds. We've seen him busting through this year. They re they re-signed Jonathan Hankins. They got that pro-rated deal up front. You know, so this is this is some gray area right here. But this is where you know, like I said, this game is one in the trenches, man. It's a big deal. I'm getting Chris Jones as my D, my inside pocket breaker that's for sure in this situation and once again a hundred million dollar hundred plus million dollar contract who knows maybe gets Aaron Donald money I don't know but this guy everybody banged on Kansas City's defense in 20 was it 2018 you know we saw the improvement this year it starts with this guy it starts with this guy and last year I noticed that everybody was banging on Kansas City's defense I was laughing too but at the same time I was like who is that guy and what is that guy is emerging the second round pick that Kansas City had in 2016 is emerging right now. Who Remember they said boomer bust for him? So this is the one, man. If you're going to throw a big contract, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And you're snaking a division rival, one of their best players. We already saw what happened with Rodney Hudson. They locked up Rodney Hudson. He's the best center in the league. I'd like to get possibly one of the best defensive interior linemen in the league. And that's not a slap at anybody else on our defensive linemen. I'm just saying this is the player you go bank, you go break the bank, and he'd probably go for it because it's tax-free Vegas. So uh, anyway, so I, I got a little long-winded there. Apologize. Um, let me know what you think. I know it's a little like I said. I just went top three. Um, you know, I'll go through the list. I know the Raiders. They probably could lock up maybe a free agent corner. There's some available out there. Uh, as far as the Raiders free agents go, I think yeah, Denzel Good, man. I want to resign that guy. But, uh, you know, so yeah, give me your thoughts on that. I know there, there's some there's some guy, there's other players on this team. I'd mentioned Vontez Perfect earlier. There's other guys you got to keep. Um, and we're way early on this thing. I'm only doing this because a lot of people are already putting out their projections. And I got to, my voice has got to be heard on this as well. So it's content, guys. So let's get into our mock draft, man. I'm just going to go with an early mock draft here. Okay, now we know... Mike Mayock, he nailed last year's draft. This year's draft is loaded with talent, man. Loaded with talent, top to bottom. You got a lot more quarterbacks coming out this year. My focus, as much as I do like the quarterbacks, is not on the quarterback position. We're going to focus on filling the holes, man, the needs on this team. Big needs. Got to solidify the linebacker position. Is Isaiah Simmons going to be there? I don't think so at, at 12. I don't think he's there. I just don't see him there. At number 12. Look at Roquan Smith. Number 8th overall in um, 2018. Look at uh, um, Devin White at LSU. Did not make it past the top 10. He Number 7th overall I believe. Isaiah Simmons. A high rated prospect. He's gone in the top 10 if you ask me. C.D. Lamb. Gone in the top 10. Jerry Judy. Gone in the top 10. Round 1. I say we trade back a little bit. Or we just take him right here at number 12. We're going wide receiver Henry Ruggs the 3rd out of Alabama. This guy's a speedster, 4-2 speed. Once again, 22 miles an hour is what some of them say. He does have hands. I love this guy's uh, demeanor. I love the fact that he can. he's a game changer. Um, he's got hands. 
like I had mentioned earlier, um, I'm, I'm going to run with that raw talent right there. Next, Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. You're getting your 4-4 speed at linebacker. You're getting your tackling machine, your blitzing machine right here. This guy, he can do it all. I'm all for Kenneth Murray. I think he is probably the better all-around linebacker, and maybe he does go in the top 10. I don't know. Round three, edge rusher. I'm taking James Lynch. If he declares and he's sitting there in the third round, I'm going James Lynch out of Baylor, man. I love that guy. Once again, has not declared yet. We'll wait and see. Guard, Jonah Jackson, man. Played center this year for Ohio State. Ohio State's offensive line, I was impressed with him. I think they were one of the better teams this year. They didn't make it to the championship game, but that dude I have a ton of respect for. Now, here's my big one. Kayvon Wallace out of Clemson. Does he sit there? Does he make it to the third round? You got Xavier McKinney. He's declared already. Kayvon Wallace, though, out of Clemson, man, that guy's a do-all. That guy can blitz the quarterback, get after the quarterback. I'm all for it. I hope he's sitting there in third round. Round four, TJ Vasher, Texas Tech, man. This dude's got the Odell Beckham hands. This dude's got the Heidi 6'6". Last year, Darius Slayton was my favorite receiver. They took Hunter Renfro in the fifth round. I'm cool with that. But keep keep your eye on TJ Vasher. Now, I want to be safe, man, with this guy. Hold on. Let me speed up the ticker, guys, real quick. Hold up. I know we went kicker there in the seventh round. Um, there's just something about Blankenship that stands out to me. His accuracy is good. He's like in the 82% accuracy and once again i'm all for a veteran kicker more than anything but this guy just really caught my eye over the time he did have a 51 yarder in an overtime game a game-winning field goal i think that's good for a young kid um i like his demeanor on the field he looks confident and not only that i think he's got somewhat of for a college kicker i think he's got a pretty powerful leg man and that's why i have him at my seventh round as a seventh round prospect um i'm big on replacing justin carlson this offseason I'm all for the development and the competition for Justin Carlson, but I want some good competition to come in, whether it be a veteran, whether it be a rookie. I'm not big on drafting rookie kickers. Sebastian Janikowski, I, was, I wasn't mad when they drafted Janikowski in the first round. It is what it is. But, uh, but here's the ticker popping up again, so you can kind of see how it all falls in order. Um, I do think the Raiders at some point with one of their first-round draft picks, because teams are going to move up and want a quarterback. Is this the year the Raiders take a quarterback? Is it really necessary right now to replace Derek Carr or bring in some competition for Derek Carr, which I believe you should bring in competition? But moving up in the first round to get a quarterback— I don't find that necessary yet. If a quarterback's sitting there in the third round, yes. A quarterback I really like is Jordan Love. I really like, I'm, I'm a big fan of Jacoby Brissett. He kind of reminds me of him in a certain, uh, to a certain de degree. I'm big on RPO offenses. I like the direction the NFL is moving in that. I love what, uh, I forgot his name, man, the head coach for the Eagles. I love how he operates the offense over there. And I know that's not going to be what Gruden's doing. Um, why did, I, why did I forget his name? Damn it. But anyway, I love what the Eagles coach did their Super Bowl year in that RPO offense, the way Nick Foles ran it and all that. And so basically, I like the Jacoby Prissett style, you know, so I respect what the Colts had as a backup when Luck decided to retire in Brissett. So Jordan loves my type of quarterback. I do like Jalen Hurts. I know his, his bowl game didn't show anything, didn't show us anything, but I do like the upside that he has as far as being a quarterback. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree with that. Once again, I'm not looking for a stud quarterback. If I'm going to go for a big time quarterback, I'm going to go... Joe Burrow, number one overall, but Cincinnati's not going to give up that pick. They know what they have right there. Not only that, if they did give up that pick, I, th I think it would cost you 
four first-round picks. Would it be worth it? Hell yeah. I think Joe Burrow is one of the best prospects I've ever seen. I like him better than Peyton Manning. When I saw Peyton Manning come out of Tennessee, I liked him better than Peyton Manning. I like him better than Peyton Manning right now. I told my buddy that a week ago. I go, you know who I like this guy better? Because I liked Peyton Manning coming out of Tennessee. I don't like his dad. I don't like the antics. But I love Peyton Manning coming out of Tennessee. I knew he was going to be the real deal, and I respect him. But Joe Burrow, man, he has every bit of that ability and just his pocket presence. The way he slides around the pocket, that is the quarterback. But let me get back to my point. I'm not trying to replace Derek Carr yet. I'm trying to bring in competition, whether it's a vet, whether it's a young prospect, whether it's a middle-round prospect, whatever it is, I'm all for the competition for Derek Carr. Number one, this team needs to fill holes, and I think Mike Mayock is your perfect player at the table. You know, so when it's time to roll the dice, I want Mike Mayock. I want Mike Mayock shooting. I want shoot Mike Mayock shooting dice for us, man. And I look forward to it. So, uh, give me your thoughts on everything. I know I kind of crammed this all together. I'm a little long-winded. I woke up with a lot of energy today. It's late in the day. I got this podcast kind of just just threw it together. I hope you enjoyed it, man. I hope it was valuable information. Once again, if you do dig what I'm doing on this podcast, the off-season is going to get pretty crazy. I love doing off-season uh, like projections and stuff. I like I like scenarios. I like playing internet GM. It's fun. Why Why does everybody like it and everybody talks shit about it or whatever? I don't care. It's fun, man. It's fun to, to look at these prospects. One of my prospects last year was Eric McCoy, the center. I want to say he played for Texas A&M. I hope I'm not forgetting. Did he play for Texas A&M or Texas? I can't remember. He was the Saint. He played for the Saints this year. That guy played all year. That was my second-round pick for the Raiders. That guy was dominant. I love it when I watch NFL football, and I'm like, dude, that was um, that guy was on my mock. Here's another thing. I got a. I'm, I'm, I should be a part of this this mock draft that my buddy plays in. It's a mock draft like league, and I believe I get. I finally got a spot that they finally had a spot that opened up, and I might be able to be a part of that. So I will share some of that. And these are realistic guys that realistically pick. This is a competitive league. I look forward to playing it. So I've already asked them if I could play. I do, I will not be a, the GM of the Raiders in this league, unfortunately. But I think I might get the Colts or I might get the Jaguars. I don't know. So stay tuned for that. I'll share all that information, that content. I hope it's valuable, man. It's a Tuesday night. Keep in mind, hashtag Taco Tuesday. Get you something good to eat. Get you something good to drink. We're going to crack into hump day tomorrow, man. Get through this week. Have a blessed 2020. I'm Raider Dave. I'll see you again. I'm out. Peace.